Hi, this is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa's Media Communications and Client Services Department. Thank you for listening to today's top Rancho Mesa news brought to you by our Safety and Risk Management Network, Studio One. Welcome back, everyone. My guest today is Sam Brown, Vice President of the Human Services Group at Rancho Mesa. His team specializes in providing insurance for home health care businesses, nonprofits, schools, and organizations that fall under the human services umbrella. Today, we're going to discuss California Assembly Bill 685. Sam, thanks for joining us. Hi, Alyssa. Good to be in Studio One again. I have to admit, I really haven't heard much about AB 685 in the news or online, and I'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about it today and what it means to employers in California. We've heard about Senate Bill 1159 and how it expands workers' compensation due to COVID-19, but no one is really talking about AB 685. Will you give us a brief overview of what this bill does? Sure. Thanks for asking. I'm glad we're talking about it. Both pieces of legislation will impact how employers respond to incidents of COVID-19 infections. AB 685 heightens occupational health and safety rules by requiring employers to notify employees and contractors who may have been exposed to COVID-19 on the job, as well as new reporting requirements. Just what everyone wants to hear. (laughs) Let's talk about the noticing requirements. Who is the employer required to notice when an employee is suspected of having COVID-19 or actually test positive? So AB 685 requires California employers to provide four specific notices within one business day of being informed of a potential COVID-19 exposure. So first, the employer must provide written notice to all employees and to the employers of subcontracted employees who are at the same work site within the infectious period notifying the employee that they may have been exposed to COVID-19. It must be reasonable to assume the employees will receive the notice within one day. So that could be through email or text or written notification. If the employee population includes represented employees, for example, if there's a union, then the employer must also send notice to the exclusive representative of the effective bargaining unit. Now, the employer must also provide written notice of any COVID-19 related benefits or leave rights under federal, state, and local laws, or in accordance with employer policy. The employer must also notify employees of their protections against retaliation and discrimination. Lastly, the employer must notify all employees of the employers of subcontracted employees and any exclusive representative of the employer's plan to complete a disinfection and safety plan in accordance with federal centers for disease control guidelines. Employees are required to maintain records of these notices for at least three years. And finally, failure to comply with the notice requirements may result in civil penalty. And when the employer provides the notice to their employees, subcontractors and union representatives, they must make sure not to violate any HIPAA rules. So making sure not to disclose the employee name, etc. in the notice is really important. Let's dive into AB 685's reporting requirements. From what I understand, the employer is required to report any outbreaks of COVID-19. How does that work under AB 685? So if an employer learns of an outbreak, as defined by the California Department of Public Health, or CDPH, 
the employer must also notify the appropriate public health agency within 48 hours with the names, occupation, and work site of any qualifying individuals related to the outbreak. I know you have clients in the healthcare industry. Does the outbreak requirement apply to all industries? No, there are two exceptions to the notice and reporting requirements. Number one, health facilities, as defined in Section 1250 of the Health and Safety Code, are not required to report an outbreak within 48 hours. So uh, the employer should check to see if they qualify for that exception. And two, the notice requirements do not apply to exposures by employees whose regular duties include COVID-19 testing and screening or care to individuals who have or who are suspected to have COVID-19, unless the qualifying individual is also an employee at the same worksite. Okay, so we know that the employer must notify employees, contractors, and union representatives of possible COVID-19 exposure and outbreaks must be reported to the California Department of Health. Is there anything else that the employer should be aware of that's in AB 685? Yes, uh, one important last thing. Under AB 685, if Cal OSHA determines that a workplace or operation within a workplace exposes employees to a risk of COVID-19 infection, thus creating an imminent hazard to employees, Cal OSHA is actually authorized to prohibit entry to the workplace or the performance of the operation in question. If clients have questions about AB 685, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure, I I welcome any questions and I can be reached at sbrown at ranchomesa.com or 619-937-0175. Thank you, Sam. I know our listeners really appreciate you taking the time to discuss AB 685 with us. Yes, thank you. Always good to be back in Studio One. This is Alyssa Burley with Rancho Mesa. Thanks for tuning in to our latest episode produced by Studio One. For more information, visit us at ranchomesa.com and subscribe to our weekly newsletter.